Hello and welcome to the Film Ireland podcast. I'm Gemma Cray and I'm chatting with Emily O'Callaghan, the festival director of the Ackle Island Film Festival, which takes place on the 20th to the 22nd of May on the beautiful Ackle Island off the coast of Mayo. Thank you so much for chatting with us, Emily. It's lovely to see you again. It's great to see you too, Gemma. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to ask you a little bit about um, where this festival came from. So you are the creator, the mind behind it all, the programmer. That's right. So it's been a few years in the making. It's definitely been on my mind for a few years and coming together. But I didn't think that it would actually happen. And here we are 10 days away and it seems like I suppose I better do it now. I've been talking about it for a long time. <laughs> um, booked. The hotels are, <laughs> hotels are full. The, the I've definitely fantasized about running away and just hoping that <laughs> someone else will like actually produce it. But yes, it's happening. So I guess my grow for Ackle itself as a place, Ackle Island, um, and then my experience running events and my experience in filmmaking is kind of perfectly combined, I suppose, in this. And it is something that was on my mind for definitely a few years, the seed of the idea. And then during COVID, I suppose, or during the pandemic, the lockdown, I really had a chance to think about, you know, what I want to do. And that probably gave me the, the push to really go and do it. And was there an iteration of it supposed to happen last year, but COVID took that away or am I? Um, no, but I've probably been talking about it for a year. So it probably <laughs> seems like there should have been or could have been. Yeah, um, I'm like, cause I'm like, this doesn't feel like a new, I feel like this has been around for a while, if, if not in my own mind. So, so this yeah, is absolutely. Oh, I think I've just been harassing everyone I've ever met about it and using every connection and every contact. And I've been talking about it for a long time online. And I, I guess maybe you're one of the first people I, I came to with it because I knew you'd kind of get it and be excited. Um, so that probably actually has been maybe nine, 10 months ago, if not more. Amazing. Um, so tell me a little bit about so. How does one start off with a film festival? A, a, a twinkle in the eye, a, a love for film, a kind of a hatred for sleep? <laughs> Definitely don't have a hatred for sleep, but um, I probably won't be getting uh, much over the next few days. So I guess how it comes about is, or how I did it, was initially really getting in touch with everyone it's almost like I did it backwards it was a case of if you build it they will come so I tend to do this where I come up with an idea I tell everyone about it and then they're like okay well are you going to do it and then I reverse engineer it so I'm literally saying I'm going to do it creating the logo creating the sign creating the social media pages and then going okay how am I going to do this um and that tends to work for me in general. So from there, I guess I saw who was around, who might be interested in coming, who might be interested in speaking at it, being part of it. And I opened up an account on Film Freeway, which you're probably familiar with. And I said, I am doing the festival. Um, and soon after that, I started receiving submissions in from all over the world, which was amazing 
I think we had 17 countries submitting. Um, most were from Ireland, which was really cool. And a lot of them had been made during the last two years during the pandemic with very limited, as you can imagine, resources for people. So some of them may be made on phones. Some of them may be made by one person, you know, really, really limited and very few feature films. We did get a lot of documentaries, which I love, but actual fiction feature, if you want to call it that, we we less than a, than a handful, I'd say. Um, so from there, I was able to start imagining the program coming together and how that might look. And then contacting people down here in Ackle, trying to get them to understand what the hell it was I wanted to do. I was grilled. I was cross-examined. Um, who are you? <laughs> Dublin girl, blow in. Um, why Ackle? Uh, the whole the whole thing, which are all valid questions. And I, I just, I suppose I hoped that they would just, just get it. <laughs> They're starting to get it now, one year later. Um, from there, I got in touch with people that I'd worked with through the industry over time. And I asked a lot of advice from people, um, people that I kind of looked up to or mentors that really helped a lot. And from there, I started started gathering the materials that would be the skeleton program of what it might look like. Um, then it was the case of the aforementioned social media channels and all those years spent wasting hours on Facebook to my family's detriment and disapproval um, have have finally come come through with many many contacts many of whom I've probably met once in the toilet in a club and um, being able to have a bit of a reach has been really helpful so that combined with kind of I suppose yeah really going above what <laughs> the weight of the the festival is it doesn't exist yet but contacting people that you know I I've no business contacting <laughs> to let them know that the festival is happening if they can come or not really makes no difference to me in the first year it's about them knowing about it hearing about it and really getting the word out from there I was supposed filling out grants and application forms something you know most of us don't really enjoy in the creative industries <laughs> no it's 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 like it's it's the imagining what your job is and then what your job actually is and it's like <laughs> I'm a writer and it's like no you're you're a filler out of forms so you spend so much time doing that and then again it's the first year so when you're being asked for projections and numbers and proof and da 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 you're trying to explain uh this is what I hope and this is but but I don't have concrete numbers so it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation you kind of have to prove yourself first before getting funding but in order to make something <laughs> you need funding so um it's it's been tough in terms of funding um this is very much DIY, very much shoestring. And that's okay. I'm used to that. I'm used to that my whole life. And it makes you very resourceful, I suppose. And it kind of makes things happen in a way that I suppose may not have happened. Or, you know, 
that you may have rested on your laurels a bit. Whereas with this, you're literally like, there is a countdown, there are people coming, I need to get this together. And, you know, I will pull on whatever resources I have. And that's it. So tell me a little bit about your program so far, the dates, what we're expecting. I know you, I know some lovely uh, short filmmakers who have their works in there. We're very excited about having a few scoops because I think it's a brilliant time to, because you're really touching on a lot of things that people are excited about, which is travel, seeing Ireland, seeing those nooks and crannies of places that they haven't been before, getting a, a bit of local flavor. And then again, you know, getting back out into the world, getting your film out there. So it's it's a really lovely time to get to do that. So but, uh, the festival is taking place from Friday the 20th to the 22nd of May. So very, very, very soon. Um, it's quite surreal to think that it's actually happening. I'm delighted with the program and I'm loving hearing from you, for example, people, real life people are actually coming and excited about it. Shouting about it from the rooftops. Absolutely. Getting the words out there. <laughs> excited to go in person because I think people have been making content for like two years and going to a festival up until quite recently, it was always like, will we get down there? Will we not get down there? Is it going to be a physical screening? Is it going to be online only? So I think it's it's a perfect time for people to go and celebrate and, and have a few scoops and talk to each other about their films. Absolutely. It's May is when it is. So I chose that kind of because it is a little warmer, although people have been wishing me best to look with the weather. And I'm saying, actually, if it rains, that'll be great because more people will go indoors to the films because Ackle is so beautiful as you know, and the landscape is incredible. Um, but we do want people to see these films. Like you say, it's been this kind of um, boiling pot nearly for two years. People are dying to get out, have a few pints of Guinness. I think... I'm lucky in the time frame that this has fallen in terms of COVID. I think this is probably we're entering the best phase. I hope, fingers crossed, COVID is definitely still around, of course. But in terms of this is probably one of the more ideal times to, to mingle, see people and be together. So I think the filmmakers are really excited to see their film, as you say, in person on a screen, as opposed to unfortunately had to be, it all had to be um, online for the past couple of years, all around the world at film festivals. And tell me about the lineup. So who are you, who are you excited about um, getting to see on the, the screens and those lovely venues around ACO? Sure. So I think the documentaries are my personal favorite. We have a very early screening of Lyra, which you're probably familiar with, is the documentary made by the best friend of Lyra, the, the Belfast journalist who was murdered a couple of years ago. And this film has had quite a quick turnaround in being made considering the high quality of it it's it's actually an incredible documentary um and we feel so lucky to have that the filmmakers are coming um, we're going to be speaking to them afterwards 
we've got a world premiere of a beautiful documentary called Secrets of the Basking Shark, which was mostly made here in Ackle. So that's even more special. And we've got some scientists and, and shark specialists coming over from England for that screening, along with the filmmakers. Um, so that's a really, really special. Um, and then we've got several short, you know, Irish films that were actually made not only during lockdown, but about lockdown and about COVID and about what changed in our relationships and what we looked at. Again, I was really pleasantly surprised at how quick these were turned around and made. I guess we did have a lot more time to edit <laughs> during um, the pandemic. So um, we've got on the Saturday night, um, late night cinema, we're calling it. And that's a program of the more, let's say, quirky, darker films. Um, which should be good, good crack. Um, and they're being shown in a kind of historic venue down here called the Wavecrest, which if you can think about the high school hall in Back to the Future, um, where, you know, they have the dance, it's, it's that kind of venue. And I think that will just be kind of fun. That's very um, fringy, you know, very like festy kind of. Yeah, I love that. It is. It's almost like a fringe, but part of the main festival because you know it is. It is a small festival, but we've we've actually got 116 films in total, which is huge. I think I must have been a little bit under the influence when I made that final decision on how many films <laughs> I'm showing. Um, but next year it might be like 10 exclusive world premieres. <laughs> Um, so there'll be a lot of running around and that kind of thing. So on our opening night on Friday, we're kicking off with an Irish feature film, which has actually been out a couple of years. It's called Follow the Dead. It's a horror film that has been quite a few years in the making, actually. Um, but again, I don't think it has been seen that much in, in person. And the whole crew is coming down, the, the actors... And we're going to follow that with an after party. So it's kind of like a, a tongue in cheek um, thriller, uh, not too scary <laughs> for those who might be scared. I love that kind of B-movie vibes where you have a few have a few jars then as well as something to chat and laugh about, like it really kind of lightens the mood. So that sounds like great crack. That's it. The bar will be open before these. I'm trying to keep a bit of a hold on the bar being open during the actual films, just out of respect for the filmmakers and hearing the film. But we definitely encourage a drink before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and after. And after, definitely get in the mood. And you might have a hip flask that doesn't make much noise during it. Who knows? <laughs> we have lots and lots of smaller films that are really beautifully made about the farming community, which of course is ideal to show down here in Ackle. So that's been great. So on Sunday at the Wavecrest again, that kind of fringe venue, we've got family-friendly screenings, including some brown bag animation classics, the Oscar-nominated brown bag, as we know. And following that, we've got special archive footage from the IFI who are very kindly giving us three short films um, between 16 and 40 minutes, which were made in the 60s and 70s. And as far as I know from asking the locals, 
they have not been widely seen. So I'm really excited for the locals to come in and enjoy those people of all ages and especially the older folk around the island. And they might even recognize themselves or their grandparents in, in these films. Um, so that will be a really special day on the Sunday. I might be horizontal by then with tiredness, but I'll try to make it. Um, we've also got a lovely European premiere um, called Final Chapter, which is a documentary short about a family-run bookstore in Los Angeles that's closing after 60 years. And I think that's really kind of indicative, I suppose, of the last couple of years and, and places having to close down because of, you know, lack of, of customers or Amazon taking over. Um, so things like that, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to seeing and for people to see them as well. Um, this is kind of, I've curated what I would like to see at a film festival. So I'm hoping that it'll appeal to the audience as well. And it sounds like you really captured a sort of a sense of time with COVID and all these um, documentaries that both celebrate the past and kind of really make us realize where we are, as well as, you know, a sense of place and really kind of staying true to um, the spirit of Ackle and even even the venues like, you know, using those really kind of fun local spots uh, to the best of their ability to showcase um, talent and then and then also to bring like to bring the filmmakers to to celebrate their work as well after two years so it sounds like you've done an awful lot of work creating something very special thank you so much yeah I think Ackle is known for its hospitality they know the importance of a good pint and a cozy venue with the nice fireplace and I think we've probably craved that kind of thing um over the last couple of years that lovely sense of kind of being in a, a nice pub together um in the beautiful countryside and to have films and showing that have been you know in some cases never seen before um with the filmmakers present I'm really hoping all of that combines to make a special weekend and and if you get the weather that you have here, I don't know if you can hear it, but it's uh, it's actually torrential rain. Everyone will be inside watching those films. You'll have no people <laughs> meandering around those streets. With this weather. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been very stormy here the last few days and torrential rain and wind. So I'm kind of fingers crossed it's on stage for another few days. So if you lure them in with the good weather the day before and then rain, rain when the films are happening and then a nice bit of good weather the day, kind of the last day. To, to Can you arrange that? Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give them an upstairs a call. Uh, <laughs> but that's fabulous. And where can people pick up tickets? So tickets are available on Eventbrite. So if you pop in Ackle Island Film Festival into the search there, or if you want to search it on Google as well, you'll find uh, plenty of coverage about the festival and also the Eventbrite page with the tickets so you could get a ticket for a day for the whole weekend for certain events which are free entry um, but ticketed and then you can also get a separate ticket for the night events which should be fun and the after parties. Well congratulations on putting together a really wonderful program I'd say it'll be it sounds like it'll be a really kind of nice hospitable uh great crowd great for networking and meeting people as well 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I'd love to see filmmakers chat with writers or producers and locals and a big mix of that. And who knows what could happen? We know that movies are born um, in film festivals like Cannes, Toronto. By the way, Cannes is on the same weekend as this. Well, one of the weekends of Cannes is clashing. Now, I did check the dates for every other festival in Ireland to make sure it didn't clash with mine, but I didn't think to check the biggest film festival in the world, the most important one. So my friends have been saying, instead of going to Cannes, you can have Cannes and Ackle. <laughs> okay, I think actually you should always do that and have yourselves as the alternative to Cannes. So if you can afford, <laughs> is it the French Riviera? Come to Ackle. It's, it's our version. <laughs> yes not as um exclusive as the the uh, south of france uh, just just as fabulous um so so thank you so much so the the festival you've only a few days left if anyone's thinking of going to uh, get your tickets to book your accommodation because again like it is quite limited so do not leave it until the day of assuming I would definitely go on your booking.com and 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 get your uh, get your room ready and um, not that you'd be staying in it because it'll be out, you'll be out watching films and partying the whole time exactly who needs rooms and also there is camping if anyone is in the adventurous mood for that oh fabulous okay definitely cans 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 and s'mores like what a better <laughs> what a better mix <laughs> So thank you so much for chatting with us. Uh, it sounds like an amazing lineup. Um, best of luck. I hope again you get nice and terrible weather. Thank you so much, Gemma. <laughs> thank you, Phil and Marland and Stephen.